What's up? What's oh, what's up, guys? I'm here. Uh, another Oh the Insanity special episode. I don't. I didn't wait. Obviously, a week to release this. <laughs> but I was talking to my buddy here, Jr. Cruz, and we're talking about uh, how conversation has died within you know humanity. How we're basically seeing. Uh, you you said that you just saw. You just rewatched Patrice O'Neill's yeah. Elephant in the Room, right? Yeah. And what were your thoughts? My thoughts were that his if it, it felt like that special was meant for today. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because it was talking about harassment in the workplace, HR. It kind of had that Me Too movement yeah. without him knowing that there was going to be a there Me was, Too yeah. movement. Yeah, and uh, and, I, and I was telling you that's the crazy thing about stand up is that we often have that. We see it right before everybody else sees it. Yeah. Like I was uh, talking to Dean Edwards. Dean Edwards was on SNL, mm. right? And uh, him and Tina Fey wrote a skit where they were making fun of um, the uh, Wayne Brady show when it came out. Okay. Right? Yeah. But Lorne Michaels had to, said, we have to do that next week because nobody understands right now how that's funny. You guys do because you're comedians. You get instantly. This show hasn't hit enough households okay, for America it. to understand yeah, yeah, this yeah, kid yeah, is funny, yeah. right? So uh-huh. then they had to shelve it. It killed in the read-through for that week, Yeah. but they were like, we can't put it out until next week. So when they repitched it the following week, they had to do it again. Well, it was already old news amongst the staff, so it didn't get the same laugh, so they never put it out. Wow. And it was almost like if they would have waited a week to pitch it, to pitch it, it, it would have hit. That's funny. It's and, and timing. It's, it's timing. But often, I think with with that comedic sensibility, you know, we just hit a weird nerve right at the beginning. Like, yeah. we see it coming. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I remember one of the jokes I did. This was 2015 on a live taping of Access TV. It was about Trump. And Bernie it was still in the race and everything. Yeah. I said, Trump, like, people who choose Trump, it's like choosing Zangief in Street Fighter. <laughs> That's he like looks a... tough, he looks big, but he's only got one shitty move. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that's it. Uh-huh. And uh, I later on, I put it out, and I was like, I didn't even realize the connection of Zangief is Russian. Yeah. He, is, he is a guy with just one move. You see his flaws. He looks great and tough, but in the end, he's not the ultimate fighter. That's funny, man. It's so funny how you can correlate shit like that where it just comes together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, you're right, man. Without even without even knowing, like you said, we hit a nerve or or something. I don't know, dude. I think because we're our ears and our eyes are to the ground. Yeah, it's like we were talking about. Like well, we we talk. That's what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Is that comedians talk this out years in advance? You know, like we're talking to each other about ideas and concepts. And I'm saying right now, especially now, the reality is is that people are not talking as much. Yeah. And I, I feel like we think that the conversation should be people are not talking as much. But I feel like that conversation, like we said, is not going to get to the masses till five years from now. Yeah. When the regular people is like, hey, man, I don't think we're talking to each other. Right. And we're going to be like, we were fucking saying that five years ago. Yeah, man. And you guys were embedded in your phones and yeah. everything. Man, I see it all the time. And you know what the sucky thing is? Yeah. That I do it sometimes. My friends do it, and we even talk to each other. Hey, let's put our phones away. Let's 
Let's yeah. have a conversation. And we still do it. It's just something that gets us. But dude, I was at I was at a restaurant, right? Yeah. Um, I was with a friend and everyone around us was on their phone. Yeah. Everyone, man. Yeah. And it was like they were waiting at the bar to you know how you go to a restaurant and they're like, hey, it's gonna be 30 minutes, right? Right? Yeah, Everybody yeah. sits around, wait for 30 minutes. So we're hanging out talking to each other and then we looked at all the people in the waiting room everyone on their phone yep everyone and guess what they were i was even like looking just instagram man just yep. looking at a picture swiping up liking it swiping up yeah and you get to the point where like fuck that's what is that's what's happening that's what's happening and then man. you do it and you're like what the fuck i'm actually making this happen too yeah well, man, it's it's uh, like I said, I explain it as uh, having cotton candy for dinner. Yeah. You know, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. Yeah. But the cotton candy for a second, you're like, oh, cotton candy, oh, cotton good. candy, oh, cotton candy. Yeah. But if you keep having it, it's not good for you. Well, they give you those dopamine levels. It's, you know yeah, what I mean? that's what it's it is. It's the dopamine it's the levels. Dopamine. It's because, and you correlate it to something good. Yeah. Like say you DM the girl, right? Yeah. And then you're waiting on her response, and you see that little indication. There's one the message. Notification. The yeah, notification. Yeah, yeah. There's one message. So you click back. Oh, it was her. Oh, Craig. Boom, boom, boom. So your brain yeah. trains you like, hey, it's gonna be something special. Yeah. And dude, they've done this. They've done this. What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg? We're talking about. You guys recording? Yeah. Hey, you All right. Do thing, do thing. No. Oh, okay, we. Can uh, the the later, Greg right? Wilson. Um, uh, I was saying about uh, they've done they oh. So, uh, article came out. And you know, one thing about side note on articles, I fucking hate them now because on the internet, they're so short. Okay, okay. Have you, have you seen like an article where it's like three paragraphs yeah. and then you're like, what the fuck? They, I want to read more. And there's no more information? Well, that's the thing is that there's no more information because there's too much. And you know, it's funny. I've actually wanted to read articles and then take a word count and how many times they repeat themselves what they're actually saying and most of the time they're not it's saying nothing. shit but these bloggers they know they need to hit 200 words to please the uh whatever it is to uh, just get their 100 bucks for the week we're talking about blogs that are fucking the, or articles weird, uh, that are just like weird so HR tiny thing. and you they're like you have a caption of like this and this is gonna happen and you start reading it in two paragraphs then there's done it's done they just right. repeat yeah, some like, other information the- what the fuck? Well, let me here. Look, look, look Wait, let's pause we got, we got. I'm gonna pause it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, guys. Now we have uh, another comedian. Greg Wilson is in the is in the room. Greg. So we were talking about Patrice O'Neill's elephant in the room, and Jr. was saying how it seems like Patrice's set is so current now because a lot of what was said in, in Elephant in the Room back in 2007 is kind of what the Me Too movement is about. Yeah. He's talking about sexual rap. Is there any material that you think you did that you know was ahead of its time? That now you know? Or if you've seen I'm it? I I'm literally on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Where now there's material that I'm morally ashamed of. Oh, really? And I'm willing to admit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm willing to admit that I've grown as a comic. I, I moved on. 
and the tastes of comedy have moved on. Yeah. To where you kind of look back on that stuff. I mean, you have to admit the 2000s. And you do have to move on. Right. Yeah. Racial comedy was huge. If you look at Lisa Lampanelli, if you look Mencia. at. Mencia. If you all these, I mean, racial comedy was huge. Yeah. Now it's embarrassing as fuck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? Like, I had this joke, and I even put it in my book, which was an example of shock comedy, which yeah. is the line, fags are funny. Yeah. Now, in my first and second albums, in the first album, I used the word faggot. Yeah. Now, this is 2006. Yeah. And in terms of shock comedy, it was still rocking. By 2009, when I released my second album, I was embarrassed of using the whole word. Yes. So I toned it down to just fag. Yeah. By now, now I'm just embarrassed. Yeah, it's like, don't I would it. never do that piece, ever. Yeah. Because... Well, it's it's like Eddie Murphy when he was like, you can kiss somebody and get the AIDS on your lips. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, someone who, like, reviewed my shit and, like, left me this long review, they were like, comedy's more personal now, like Burr and Louis C.K. And then I responded, I was like, think about the, how fast this is changing. Yeah. You referenced Louis C.K., which today... You would not Never reference. It. It's true, man. Right. So even in your criticism, it's, you it's made already... my point. Yeah, man. Which is that the tastes of comedy change, but the dynamics of comedy never change. Yeah. And so for me, as like both a comedian, performer, and a teacher, I focus on dynamics. Yeah. Because regardless of what you think about my material, the dynamics never change. Clean, dirty, whatever, the dynamics of comedy. You know the exists. tools. Yes. Well, what, and what we're saying is, we we're talking about this earlier. We feel like it's the HR environment that has seeped into the world, right? Where everybody wants to go to complain of something. Now HR for everybody is social media. Oh, that's the ultimate Absolutely. HR. Yeah. And here's the thing, and I say this a lot. Um, Andy Warhol was half right. Yeah. Everybody will be famous for 15 minutes whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. We never realized it would all be negative spotlight. Yeah. But if you think about it, 90% of the spotlight that goes around today, especially in social media, is negative. Yeah, very true. Very little positive yeah. spotlight. You literally Papa have John's. To, it has to be very positive. You have to save... Well, it has to be Will Smith. Well, you have to stop a shooting. You got yeah, to save kids true. in a bus. You have to do something. No, but even those dudes that, that stop those trains, nobody knows about those. Those dudes in, in yeah, London? Yeah, yeah, in, in, in Paris. In Paris. Those three soldiers who yes. stopped the... No, the, no, no. The they got a whole movie. They did all right. Oh, yeah. The movie's coming but out. But I mean, right. when you look at the Parkland kids... Yeah. ...who stood up and were like, no, we're against guns now. We're starting a movement. Right. Emma These Gonzalez kids are attacked... Every yep. day. They were attacked attacked, a lot. Attacked. Attacked. Yep. For what? For standing Being up survivors? For, for standing up for yeah, what they, they even called, They even said they were actors. Yeah. They even tried to say that. Oh, yeah. The kids at Sandy Hook. They're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. it was staged. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's how much negative spotlight there is to go around. And that's why people, right now, we're at this very interesting point where, like, people are so hungry for the positive. Because there's so much negative that they're just shutting it out. Yeah. But again, the way everything continues to... to like the, the pendulum, pendulum swings. Yeah. Pendulum, yeah. Shock comedy is out. Yeah. Completely. Storytelling's back in. Think about it. A few That's years ago, true. storytelling yeah. was out. 
Yeah. Shock Comedy was in. Now Shock Comedy's down. Story Jones back in. Wait. In a few years, somebody, and it's probably going to be a woman, probably transgendered or, or gay, Yeah. will do Shock Comedy again. And guess what? It'll be back in. It'll be back. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, I was like, what we're seeing right now in a weird time with humanity is humanity right now is absorbing a lot of information. Oh, yeah. And we're a few years from everybody being like, okay, so I have all the information. Enough. I need to figure out what the fuck to do with this. Well, and that's the thing is we've all, we all think we're good filters. Yeah. Of identifying obvious slant. Yeah. This person wants me to believe that. This person wants me to believe, you know what I mean? Like the media is loaded with slant. Yeah. But then you meet all these people that believe the slant. And you're like, what That's the, the crazy fuck? part. Right. That's what's insane like, what to me. And then you're like, okay. That I they're literally like, like yeah, that's right. right. And I feel like we need a federal act <laughs> that says news must be facts. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now. Hey, you were talking about that last yes. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, and, and that's, I mean, that's where we're at. Yeah. Well, news has changed because they can want ad sales. Well, and, and that's become, the problem. Right. They tried to become, become entertaining. This side, we're that side, we're yeah. this side, because yeah. that generates that base, There's, and yeah. those are viewers. It was hard copy. That but we really it. need a federal act that says, no, if you're going to say your news, you need vetted facts. Because it used to be that way of their own volition. Then yeah. the internet changed it by jumping ahead of everything without any fucking yeah. reference. Well, e news, entertainment news. Yeah. It's well, a, yeah. There's the Perez Hilton. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Daniels. That's right. Per was yeah, Jeff? man. Perez. Yeah. Jeff Daniels was on the newsroom, right? Yep. Yeah. You've seen the newsroom. And he, I, I'm not. I'm gonna butcher the fucking quote. I gotta jump out here. No, no, no yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So Jeff Daniels was on the newsroom, and he he had this quote. With, I'm a butcher. But he said, the problem with news was that when news started, the federal government didn't mandate that news had to be, uh, uh, let me just say it again. The, they didn't put that news just could be news, yeah. right? It was in place that you needed advertising. Yeah, man. Right? Yes. So if the federal government had placed like, hey, no matter what it is, this news has to be on at nine o'clock to ten o'clock. Yeah, doesn't matter if anybody watches, but it has to be. But on. it has to be on. Yeah, if they made a mandatory, but they state, couldn't. They couldn't at the time. It, well, even now, because it goes against the idea of freedom of speech. Yes. And freedom of press. Exactly. And that's the problem. And that's what it is. Is the intellectuals that are like, well, wait, 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 freedom of press. But it's almost like you want to tell the intellectuals, yeah, but that's not good in the hands of everybody. Yeah. That's not good in the hands of the con artists. You're right. You know, but then when you say that, then it's like, but then you're a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like, well, then how much do we? How much do yeah. we? How do we? How do we regulate? How do we and validate what gets that regulated? he's a con artist? How do we know how many? Yeah, it's true. How many? Like, here's the well, thing. like Alex Jones. Yeah. A lot of people take what he says as news, and he's and he's fucking insane. He's insane. It's a con. And it's a sell to sell books. Yes, he's a showman. He's a showman. He's a showman, and the problem with that is like Greg's. He's, he's like P.T. Barnum. Yes. Look at the side, the, the freak show. Yes, and the thing, like Greg said, is like the slant. It's like we think people aren't gonna believe this shit. Yeah. Right. 
and then they do. And they do. What about that dude who's the, the fucking evangelist that sells those fucking large, the tubs of fucking food and it says like, hey, if you buy this food, Satan is gonna be fucking, you know, injured, and then you have people paying money. Yeah. To the, you well, like, evangelists, evangelists are, are like, very much like that. And yeah. People believe it, but we, people that are having discussions, are thinking people can't really believe that, can they? They're not. That's that, what you think, they're, man. They're not that stupid. It's like that movie. Did you ever see uh, Steve Martin's Leap of Faith? Where he played an evangelist that no, was a con no, I artist didn't, I didn't. who eventually did come to to terms with like oh, I'm doing bad and fixed it. Oh wow! So no. that 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 movie was like back in the '90s, and I remember it not being a hit. And now I realize it's because people weren't ready to hear that. Just like the jokes, just like they, certain jokes. Yeah, they weren't ready to see evangelists be con artists. Wow, you know, That's... like that was way ahead of its time. Man, it boggles our mind. And I think it just goes, it boils back down to people don't have conversations. They're stuck. Well, we read titles, man. Yeah. That's what we read. Yeah, we We read the headlines. I remember, and this is a stupid example. I, I have a beard, right? Yeah. And fucking, there was an article about like, why you shouldn't have a beard, right? And like five of my friends fucking tagged me on it. Yeah. So I'm thinking they read the fucking article. No, they just sent it I to you. read the article. Like, what the fuck? It was actually positive yeah. on beards. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And they're like, yeah, you should cut it off. And, and I'm like, like read what the are you? Ar- <laughs> I, was like, I was like, did you read the article? They're like, oh, no, I just I just read the... The headline. The headline. And sent it to you. And sent it to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's thinking, very true, man. I'm thinking, what the fuck? People are very manipulated. Just like you said, it's clickbait. It's, it's clickbait. They need it. Here's the thing, man, and it sucks, but online is destroying paper publications. Well, yeah, it is. Yes. And they need you to go into their website because if they don't go, they don't have clicks, they lose money. Well, let me tell you this, and uh, you know what? We'll uh, we'll jump into a segment about clickbait uh, because I do a website where I read clickbait and I de- demystify clickbait. Wow. So I actually have a fan, a Facebook page called Declicked. Oh, I didn't even where know Where it's that. all about that. Oh, shit. I didn't yeah, even yeah, know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've actually talked about clickbait, but here's... Here's something. All right, hold on. I'll tell you right now. So we just brought up uh, clickbait, and I was telling JR about my uh, Facebook fan page, Declicked. And if some of you are my fans, you know that I do Declicked. And some of you might not even know. Anyway. <laughs> but I was telling him, like, yeah, I pitched the, a show around Declicked, which is basically demystifying clickbait articles and stuff like that. But nobody knew what it was when I was pitching it the show so it never got through and then eventually uh the election happened and it the clickbait was named fake news and then everyone understood it but i was a year too early that sucks yeah and you were just telling me right now about a a, a book yeah i was uh, talking about a book um i don't know the author but it's called the seven inevitabilities of technology and in that book uh, this author was saying yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, oh JR's got to put some music. We're at a show right now in the green room, guys. <laughs> I know it's not even my job though, but it's yeah. Right. But you turned it on. Good job. Um, so the, the seven inevitabilities of technology, and this uh, the, the author was saying like he was in the infancy of the internet, yeah. right? And 
him and his group or, or, or whoever was doing, they saw already five, 10 years ahead. And they would go to these corporations, big corporations and be like, look, everything is gonna be online. Yeah. Everything, everything. You guys need to start uh, molding and start changing your structure be online and they were like yeah well well, well yeah whatever. like whatever man whatever, whatever, whatever. Is. so he said one of them he, he just said hey look man i'm gonna give you free advice yeah you said he said it to mcdonald's he said it to mcdonald's he said i'm gonna give you free advice he said go get mcdonald's.com right yeah right just go get the domain and he said he checked months later still wasn't taken by mcdonald's this is a big corporation yeah right and I don't even and know. And getting a domain is like twelve ninety five a year. Yeah. I, and, and here's the thing. I don't know how much, and it was taken. So it was taken by someone else other than McDonald's. So somebody sold it. So you don't even know. We don't know. We don't know. That's what was happening. People were That's buying up happening. domain names. They and were buying them. domain names. Yeah. And here's the thing. It was like you quote unquote said it was the geeks that knew that. It was the people that were in the fucking ground floor that said, hey, this is where it's gonna yeah. go. It's Blockbuster and Netflix. Yes. Yeah, man. Man, I remember when Netflix was just, uh, they were just the giving you DVDs. DVDs. Free DVDs. Yeah, they were just shipping And now they it. went to online. And I was, I had Netflix when the online service sucked. <laughs> when you're like, fuck watching it on streaming. I want my DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in a year, two years, that shit changed. Yeah. Now everyone has Netflix. Yeah. I think now, you know what's funny? And I think now, like I said, the overload of information corporations people are now like okay we have to jump on trends mm-hmm. and now we're all rushing to jump on trends now i think that's the wrong thing it is because everyone's trying to figure out what's the trend yeah what's it what is it what is it you know yeah. like fine okay and then they fucking overload that and then and that then went boom, away boom, 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 boom. Like, oh shit that wasn't a real but trend it's, it's great for for people that can sell trends. yeah man it's, it's great, great for people for that can pe- get that moment yeah, yeah what's well, get- like the kiki challenge oh my god i Don't i believe me. that there is a pr firm out there that is so smart with social media. They're like, Drake, uh, we're, you pay us. Give us the right to put this in a video. We're gonna go to an influencer. We're gonna tell them to make up a dance. We already got a dancing instructor to make up a dance for this song. We're gonna film it as a social media challenge and put it out there and it's going to drive the sales of your song up. You know what? And I really believe that's what and all those I, challenges are. I will put, I don't have a lot of money, but I'll put $500 that that's true yep because i will not put it past anybody and now the funny because they know they can do and it and the funny thing is that fucking advertising company yeah. is gonna charge so much for everything else and for every for every seven that don't hit one's gonna hit yeah it was like the mannequin challenge yeah that yeah. the song for the mannequin challenge when it started playing on the radio, it's not even that great of a song no but the they, mannequin challenge they sold it they sold it. They sold it. They're like, you have to have this song in the mannequin challenge or it's not a real mannequin challenge. Yeah. So they made that happen. Somebody made it happen, man. I want to know how some many people have died from that Kiki shit. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some... I'm sure there's... I've seen people getting injured. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Which is weird. Like, that's the other weird part of these challenges is that... They're dangerous. They're dangerous. If you pull it off, great. Gold star. If you don't pull it off still gold star you're still yeah. rewarded for falling 
Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He actually, even if you fail, it's actually even better. So yeah, they're like, oh, just fuck. Just like Greg was saying, 90% of it is fucking bad. Look at this dumb fuck. Yeah. Boom. The Kiki Challenge. I didn't even know it was a... I didn't even know Somebody hit song. me up. Hey, we should do a, a Kiki Challenge. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look and Within it's Within one day, though, it was done. Yeah. My buddy hit me up. Hey, man, we got to do a sketch about the Kiki Challenge. I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm at work. Hell, let me check it out. Within five hours, there was already a bunch of sketches out. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Like you said, was this shit planned out did social media influencers already have this some people, fucking... Somebody out there... I mean, there are social media experts that jump on it quick. Yeah. You know, just like I believe there's a weird... There's people that understand the meme humor. And there's people that don't. There's people that don't. And there's people that in, they, they they submerse themselves into the meme, meme humor. Yeah. Where they make memes on both sides, just like in sports games. Yeah. Or certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or certain, like, you know, say someone. What's what gets Russians did with, with yeah. our. What, what they're doing with our democracy. Exactly. They're, they're playing all the sides. They're like, hey. They're like, just one, distrust America. That's all boom, it is. Boom, boom. Whichever one comes in. Yeah. Then, to them, the win is. No, you're all falling on your face. Yeah. Because you're all against each other now. And that's what we wanted. Didn't matter which one was right. That's true. We wanted you guys to all fight. Well, that's the, that's that's really the problem you know, with the, so the whole Russian thing. That's the funny thing is that they turned America against itself. Well, you know what? Saying that when I was um, when I was in college, I, I wrote this term paper about gang violence in the '90s. Yeah, and before the '90s, they're called crews, really. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with Dance you. What crew, crew you with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, you know, really things, right? And then the drug trade came in, and the cops systematically said the only way we can deal with this is if we get races against each other yeah it's well because like, once they link up they're gonna know yes. their power so just like you said you just want chaos and then fighting yeah 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 man that's really the goal of it just chaos and fighting chaos and fighting because if you because do chaos you and sell- fighting then you can throw things in the mix well, and it goes under the radar if you have chaos and fighting you can sell food that keeps satan away yeah. Because chaos and fighting, you don't have time to make a decision. You're like, fuck it, I'll eat this sandwich if it makes Satan go away. When there's no chaos and fight, we can actually think. You're right. We can actually question. You can sit down, have a, have yeah, a discussion. Yeah, like, wait, hold on, let me see this. And that's what more people need to do. So, talking about, oh, you know, let's... Uh, and that's what... Oh, my bad, go ahead. Uh, I forgot to tell this part, but I'll tell it. All right, so I was telling uh, J.R. Cruz about Shut Up, Fat Man, which was like some underground tapes. I might be getting the name wrong, but there was a documentary about it where basically back in the late 80s or 90s, this guy had neighbors that were constantly arguing. And it turned out to be two men, uh, and he didn't know at first. And uh, he was so intrigued. He just was so annoyed with them arguing that he started recording every one of their arguments, would play it for friends at parties, and then these friends requested for copies of it, so he would make copies of it. And then somebody wanted to press it up as a vinyl, and other people were sampling these these art. But basically, arguments, yeah. yeah, it was like people wanted to hear other these people. arguments. They wanted to hear this. And it's funny, like, the way I think it is, is that when people hear arguments like that, they get to decide in their head, well, then I'm not crazy, because this is crazy. Yeah. So now I don't feel crazy. Yeah. But then if someone agrees with it, they're like, oh, shit, I might be crazy. 
Because this all seems normal to me. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost a weird, like, you're, you're, weird you're self-prescribing well, your own affliction. Exactly. Am this I that crazy? No. Okay, I'm not that crazy. Well, it's so funny because you were talking about that's why podcasts are hits now. Because yeah. people want to listen. People want to hear. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll listen to a podcast and if the person's saying something that, oh, yeah, man. Oh, I agree. I'm in my car. I'm like, oh, I agree with some shit. Yeah. And then I find myself... When someone's saying something I don't agree, I find myself like, "Wow, oh, man, what the fuck?" You know, yeah. Like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that shit. And it's so addictive yeah. to hear other people's conversations, and through hearing other people's conversations, I think you learn. You well, learn, you learn, you learn your own opinions. You learn, you learn your, your own, own thoughts. It, it's yes. the it's the allure of stand up. Why do people come here? Because they want to hear an opinion or a thought that they right can't now, say. That they can't say. And they want to take it in and say, does that fit me? Have I thought this? And then if you hit it right, they're like, fuck, that's exactly. And then they go and they quote you. Yeah. yeah and sometimes yeah. they lose their jobs for it. <laughs> if they go and repeat a comics thing back at work, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and we talked about that. The whole, like, the HR, uh, human resources, and social media are killing personal conversation between people because you can't have any because you can't have it you can't have it at work you're too af- it, you're, I think people are afraid well yeah you well, can't fear. say anything anymore man yeah and the funny thing is man it sucks because but you know why you, you, you know why you can't say anything because mostly we can't say anything because we are afraid of the people who aren't open to other opinions yeah because they're loud they're aggressive they're crank people that aren't open to opinions are why we keep our mouths shut. And the people- it's like if somebody's going nuts in a bus, everybody just sits there and watches them. Yeah, it's in a it's a weird thing of like, uh, fuck it, I'm gonna mind my own business. Yeah, I see that it's like yo, I'm just gonna but step away like you, from this. Just like you said, the people that are not cool with their opinions are the loudest ones. Yeah, because people that don't give a fuck. Like say say let's just say me and you work somewhere and we're at the cafeteria and I yeah. say something hey did you hear about that fuck I give you I tell you a a Mexican joke or a Jew joke yeah 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 and you're like oh shit that wasn't that funny whatever you don't give a shit right no. and you hear and then Kathy on the other Kathy side Kathy heard hears you it. say one little and line Kathy of it and loses it the fuck out and there could be tw- there could be twelve people in there and you yeah. tell a joke and eleven of them laugh. But Kathy doesn't. Yeah. Eleven of them are not gonna stand up for you when Kathy goes. He was racist. They're gonna be like, I yeah. don't wanna. I don't when wanna. When Kathy do goes to HR, and you try to be like, but everybody laughs. Everyone's gonna be like, hey, hey, I'm man, out of it, I'm man. I'm out of this. This is my I, job. I'm. Kathy is being the fucking crazy person on the bus, and everybody there is like, the dude, I'm just gonna look down. Yeah, and man. Not. There's nothing. Yeah. I mean, I giggled, but it's <clears> mostly because I. You were just saying the joke. I yeah. Didn't. Cause now yeah. you don't—they don't, don't want to put you in that. Yeah. You know, Kathy's against you, not yeah. against them. And now they're like, "Whoa!" And, and I think that's that's bad. It's bad. It is definitely bad, man. And I don't even know how to fix it. I, I don't. I don't think the only way to fix this is everybody has to. Everybody has to take a year off. Yeah. <laughs> everybody has to go to therapy. Everybody has to be told. No, no, moron. This is the way the world is. And that's yeah. the problem is that there, there isn't a lot of no, moron. Yeah. You know? Um, 
So before we go, because they're all yeah, wrapping yeah. up and everything, he's turning off everything. Yeah, brother. So uh, I want to tell you about how you said that you think the internet's killing printed media. Yeah. Printed media killed itself. Sure. And I'll tell you how. There you okay. go. I'll tell you how printed media killed itself because print printed media did exactly what you're saying. Why news killed itself? Printed media was based all on advertisements and sales, People Magazine, things like that. Okay. And the example I'll give you was when Vibe did an article about the East Coast West Coast War. Mm -hmm. You know, it was Puffy and Biggie on the cover. And I remember seeing this in an interview, and I even talked about it on an earlier podcast. But the editor of Vibe. He said, yeah, you know, at the time we put out that cover, we, the interview, inside the interview was actually them talking about how there should be uh, no beef with, with each other. We should all, you know, squash this and grow together and put out dope albums. Yeah. That's what the, the actual interview was about. Mm -hmm. But on the cover, it said East versus West, right? Mm. And it had Puffy and Biggie. And I remember they, the editor saying, that's where we fucked up. And then they cut to like a rapper is like, yeah, man, people on the streets don't read the magazines. They, they just see the headline and like, oh, it's East versus West. Got it. All right. So then it is East versus West. They didn't even fucking open the interview. Wow. And that's the same shit like clickbait. Yep. And your beard thing. That's what it is, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, JR, for being on this. No, thank you. man. And thank you, Greg. Of course, brother. That was oh, a good time. Yeah, man. All right. Bye, guys.